Welcome to the Weekly Pitch on VIC, your home for the hottest takes, debates, news, and everything sports from Collegiate Athletics. O'Malley sets a screen. Camboa to Cannon. Cannon for the championship! To professional sports. Jansen. That is in the center field. Here comes Kiermaier. Phillips has tied the game. Arose Arena coming around. Throw home. Now he stumbles. But the ball gets away. Tampa Bay wins it. Brett Phillips, game four, hero. Get ready and get set because away we go. It's the weekly pitch with your hosts, Michael Memis, Jeremy Goldstein, and Marab Samad. Welcome to the Weekly Pitch. I'm Michael Memis alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Marab Samad. We're finally all in studio together, which is awesome. Big and moment, big moment. Lots <laughs> to cover. Yeah. You know, and if you want to call in, uh, we have our Zoom link twin- pinned in our Twitter and Facebook. We're also live on Facebook and Instagram. We'll try to answer your questions on there as we see them. Fortunately, can't go live on Twitter, it seems, because Periscope is gone forever, sadly. But if we can figure that out, we will, uh, to, so we can go live on all the platforms. And obviously, follow us on all our platforms. We got at Weekly Pitch on Twitter, and we're the Weekly Pitch on Facebook and Instagram. Lots to get into. I think we got to start, though, with the crazy uh, Gonzaga-UCLA game last night. I almost changed the, I almost thought I changed the intro, honestly, of putting that Jalen Suggs buzzer beater in there, but I knew I didn't have time. Um, I may put a poll on that, actually, see if we should replace the Brett Phillips one with that. Mm-hmm. No. But, don't, don't replace baseball. Jalen or replace the, replace the, veins, we can replace the though, cannon man. one. I don't know. He's got ice in his veins. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, he, I like, I'll be honest with you. I was watching the Angels-White Sox game last night, not the mm-hmm. finals, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, just to see what the gate to the kind of game Johnny Juzang had, I, I feel terrible for him more than anything. I think that was the one of the best perform. They literally played their best basketball, but they still couldn't beat the UNC. The, UNC. What was I gonna say? The UC, the Gonzaga team, because they're just that good. Like UCLA. Okay, so I was I was watching the game with Noah Schwartz from the Agreed History yesterday, and he talked about after the first half, UCLA played the best basketball they could, and the, for the first half, and they still were down by one. And you know what they did? They played better basketball in the second half. And they still didn't win the game. The thing is that the the skill level between these teams is crazy. Like Drew T- Timmy is he's a Mister Fundamental. That's the kind of guy you need in basket in college basketball. He does the fundamentals so well, and he puts the team on his back in overtime for sure. And then we can talk about Mister M- my guy Jalen Suggs, Minnesota native. Even though I'm not from Minnesota, every everyone on Minnesota Twitter freaked out yesterday <laughs> when Jalen Suggs hit that winner because they know what he's all about. And I'm very excited to see Jalen Suggs do... He's not going to be a Minnesota Timberwolf, Marab. Yes, he, he, I'm okay to cut him. Gonna, I, I, I mean, either way. Suggs is going to be a top three pick. Yeah, he's a top... He, honestly, he might, be, he might be better than Evan Mobley in the, no, in the draft. It, that's a debate. It's between him and really Mobley right now yeah, for number two. I it's going to be Kate why, Cunningham, Why is Luca Garza not talked about this? Because Luca, Luca Garza doesn't play... He doesn't, play, he doesn't fit the NBA. He's going to be a second-round pick, yeah, if anything. Because right. like, he doesn't fit the modern NBA. He doesn't play defense. And... That's a big issue because bigs need these modern bigs need to play defense. That's why we see these guys that go to college. Like he'll have a very successful career in Europe. <laughs> I, I mean, that. he's gonna make. He's gonna get drafted. Uh, the problem is drafted. he's not a freshman, right? He was. Yeah. He's, I think he's a senior right now. So when you're a senior, you're already like 20, 24, 23. Which always 
Yeah, that's why Obi. <laughs> that's why Obi didn't get drafted higher. Also, why Buddy Hill he got drafted like seventh after he was amazing in college. Mm-hmm. Doug McDermott didn't get drafted too high after his, his setting like the points record or whatever, or almost beating Larry Bird for it. So yeah, he's not going to get drafted high because of that. He might have a good career. I don't know. I I really am not going to be speculating. I yeah. I couldn't say I watch college basketball enough to be like, yeah, this guy's going to be successful. This guy's not. What I do know is. Gonzaga has a chance to be the first undefeated team in college basketball history mm-hmm. at, uh, since Indiana, who were the only other team to do it. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight's team. <laughs> and there's been teams that have been close before. I don't know if there's been a team to the finals before since then. I no, could be... Carl Anthony Towns and that they Kentucky were team with Devin Booker, team. they lost to Wisconsin in the Final Four. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if there's been a team that's made it to the finals since then with an undefeated record. There may have been. But here's the thing. You know they're different from the other teams, so because they're, they're not a, they're not a in a big conference, right? They're not like a Kentucky. They're not a, they're not in the ACC. They're not in the SEC. They're not in the the either the big division. They're they're not, and they're also not a mid major program with no with no like elite prospect. They have Jalen Sykes. J- that is a rarity. Yeah. So Jaylen which is why Sykes. I thought they had a chance, and right now they they have a chance. They're facing the probably the other the second best team in the tournament in Baylor. They were the second-ranked overall team. They I didn't have them in my finals, but they Houston. were... They but destroyed they destroyed Yeah, them. I was going to say, I got to talk about it. I turn on the radio, it's like 33-17. <laughs> I'm like, this game's over. Like, jeez. <laughs> and, they, yeah, they just blew them out. I mean... This is that guy, Davon, Davon Mitchell. He's just that yeah. good. Is he, like, is he related to Donovan? That's what everyone says, <laughs> but he's not, unfortunately. But, no, Baylor have a really good team, and... Their three-point shooting is off the charts, which is very rare in college basketball, mm-hmm. where no one can make a shot usually. So, yeah, no, it's. I, sh- I think it should be a really good game. And from what we saw from Gonzaga, they are, they are. It's possible. To, this was the first time I think we saw Gonzaga look a little like mortal because throughout the tournament they just were beat. Like that after that USC game, I was like, okay, it's a wrap. Nothing's gonna happen. No one can beat this team. But I think after how Baylor has played this tournament. How they just destroyed the two seed in Houston? I definitely think they have a shot in winning this game. Yeah, they they definitely do. I mean, you, you just, if if UCLA, I mean, I think they might have had a better player than Baylor. I, I just Ju, Ju, in Juzang, but I, Baylor's and, more. There, I feel like if Baylor was playing in that game, do you think they probably could have won it? I think they could. I think they could have for sure. I think they could have. I'd also like to say like. It's interesting with UCLA, right? It's kind of like VCU that one year. I think they they were 11 seed. They had to do that playing game, and I think the team they beat were the team that people were like when they put that that seed to go far. Yeah. It was because of that yeah. team. So people picked some people teams. People put UCLA to go far, but it was because they were playing Michigan State, and people were like Michigan State. They have the pedigree. They've gone far before. They have a pretty good coach. They're yeah. going to go far. I didn't even think UCLA was going to win. Those no, I mean, the, the thing is, no one, no one, they don't have you pick playing games. I don't yeah. think there's any, any like, no, I, bracketology ES, ES where you ESPN do that. does, I think. But, what's the call? No, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it should be It should be a testament to how good UCLA I feel bad for them, even though I hate one-and-done, like, college teams. Because, like, they literally just have players come in and out. It's not as fun with the history of some of the other teams. Yeah. But, no, I... Shout-out to UCLA. Um... Their program was completely rebuilt by um, John Woodburn. John Woodburn, Mike Cron, Mike Cron, Mike Cronin. Sounds like a like an eighties rock rock star. Yeah, it does. You're right. Yes, he, they he completely rebuilt the program from it was in a mess before. So to get to this from to get from the play in for 
to the final four is crazy. And I think they have a bright future. I don't know. Do you think Juzang um, declares for the draft after no, this? He's oh, no, he's going to stay uh, a year or two or more. They're going to yeah, they're gonna be have a chance to maybe be a little bit higher seed next year in tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we see that with a couple teams. Is like, Tiger Campbell still there? Uh, I'm not sure, but... I, I just know it with like some teams you're gonna have, and especially because also probably gonna help their recruiting a little bit, right? You're, you could say to recruits, yeah, I made it to the final four. You know, come with me, and I could get you yeah. far in the tournament and get you exposure and on there, national TV. There's Torque program too. I mean, they could definitely bring in some guys. I mean, in the next it's crazy because because Juzang was Emmanuel Quickly's teammate at Kentucky last year. <laughs> but also, I, I'd like to say, calling UCLA UCLA a Cinderella kind of seems weird. Yeah. First of all, I'd like exactly. to talk about the Cinderella term. Cinderella had a happily ever after. These Cinderellas don't have a happy, uh, happily ever ever, except for, like, NC State. None of these other teams, they lose. They don't make it to the, they don't win it. And to be fair, it is UCLA. They're a big and school. The UC, and, and, yeah, and UCLA school. is, like, a big school. Like, like, calling Syracuse. Syracuse, when they made it to the final. They're freaking Syracuse. They have Jim Bayon as coach. It's not, a, it's not a Cinderella. Rob, is Mike okay? I'm okay. I, I I'm don't okay. know. I just I wanted know. to say that, like, Cinderella is a weird term, I find, because you don't get... Cinderella got a happy happily ever after. These teams don't get a happily ever after. <laughs> really. I, I mean, it's a nice run. Yeah. <laughs> but call, I don't know. I just find the term Cinderella weird. Uh, let's I think we'll move on to the women's tournament. So, big upset, and I, I don't think anyone expected it. UConn goes down, and they lose to a three seed. They lose to three seed Arizona. And yeah. it was by 10. And I was a little surprised. But also not too surprised. They did, lo- they did have a very tough matchup in the Elite Eight. And that was against a team that barely beat mid- six-seed Michigan. So I wasn't su- shocked that they lost. I'm still pretty surprised, though, because yeah. it's UConn. It's... They, they didn't hold the lead the entire game. They got dominated, UConn. And no, no one really saw it coming. I mean... I think the set, like the center, uh, one of the, se- I think the center had a really bad game. She went like one for nine, and like, it just went downhill from there. And no, you pay, Paige, I mean, shout out to Paige Beckers though. She has an amazing. She's going to be a WNBA Hall of Famer. Yeah, she's really, really, she's really, really good. good, and she just won um, National Player of the Year as a freshman, yeah. which is crazy. This is the first time in history that has yeah. happened. Wow. And no, no, shout out to this UConn house. They will be back. Hundred percent in the next with Coach Gino. Yes. Yeah, they're always they're always good. They, they, I, I mean, they made the Sweet Sixteen. I think like since like two thousand four or something like yes. that. They never they never and out early. I very much expect them to win at least one championship in the next in the next four three years with Paige for sure. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, it depends. I guess because I think you could declare for no, that. No, you have to wait four years. You have to wait four years. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't um, like that. I at think all. they should change. Yeah, I mean, technically, you can, like, play overseas for some of those four years. Yeah, but, that's true. But I, but I do think they should change that, especially yeah. if the NBA is doing the one and done. Exactly. They're trying to move to also just high school to the current for the draft. They're going to do that soon. And, yeah, I, I I was, yeah, I was a little surprised. And then the other game was a very exciting game. It was more exciting, right? You had, I, I unfortunately, I was only able to tune in for the end because I was doing some uh, recording for a project. But I got recording to, for a project. No, I, I was recording for for a. I had to do something for my advanced sports broadcasting class. But I, I tune in. It's like thirty seconds left, and I get to see like the steal. And South Carolina has two opportunities to make a shot, and they miss. And and now you got in the in the finals. You got an Arizona Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be a good game. I, I don't know. I think Stanford has the edge, but Arizona just beat UConn, so it's yeah. like you can't underestimate them now. Definitely. I don't know if the I, I forget what the lowest seed to win a tournament women's tournament is. I'm sure it's been lower than three, but I know it is pretty rare because I know usually, like 
it, it does a little bit more place to kind of um, where the higher seed almost usually more often wins than in the men's tournament. Um, I, I guess uh, let's give our picks for the men's final and the women's final. So men's final, we got Gonzaga against Baylor. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Um, I'm going to go Baylor. I'm going to go Gonzaga as well. Gonzaga is just, I think they're, I, I'd love to see the undefeated t- uh, story for sure. I, I do too. Um, and then <laughs> we got, uh, in the women's final, Put we got away. Arizona <laughs> against Stanford. Uh, I am going to go with Stanford in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Arizona. I, can't, I think you can't count them out after they beat UConn of all teams, for sure. I'm going to go Stanford. I just think the Gamecocks are very under, were uh, probably one of the better teams in this tournament as they showing the Final Four and the fact that... So, I, I will say Stanford got some lucky breaks on that uh, final possession, but I do think they have what it takes to win it all. Okay, that will do it for some March Madness talk. we got the women's final tonight, men's final tomorrow night. It's going to be very exciting. Weekly Pitch will... Be back after this. Are you feeling depressed? Melancholic? Experiencing a case of the Mondays? Blue? Exhausted? Emotionally drained? Not excited? Depressed? Miserable? Unhappy? Dejected? Or sad? Well, there's only one cure. Listening to Real Sad Lad Hours Mondays from 10 to midnight on VIC Radio. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. Missed that last song? Want to check out our music blog? Well, then log on to www.vicradio.org. See our daily schedule, take a look at our wide selection of specialty programming, and learn more about our annual 50-hour marathon. That's BICradio.org, your online home for the best of what's next. And we're back with the weekly pitch. I'm Michael Mouse alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Marab Samad, and I'm glad to say baseball is back. No, it's not. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, I was gonna say that almost the first thing we're going to talk about. Not back for Mets fans yeah. or Nationals fans, which I guess it's not surprising. We knew it was going to happen this year. The first game, though, opening day, how do you mess that up so badly? I mean, they have the protocols in Honestly, place now. Mets have a taxi squad, and the only five players they really ruled out. Suck, they got to suck it up. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think but they're going to be back after the, I think after the first series they're going to be back and playing. Um, and they'll eventually make it up with double letters. Like, they have a... Instead of, like, last season where it was, like, 60 games, you had to do these, like, you know, you ridiculous makeups. Then, uh, it... You, now you get to do the, uh... You have 162 games to make it up. I, are they doing the seven-inning doubleheaders this year? Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Ugh, so. ugh, I don't like that. And, that's so dumb. But that's a place to... The Mets can just go DeGrom complete game for that. Oh, my... Yeah, the, the Reds did it with Bauer all the time last year. <laughs> Degromination for but two I, games I, in a row. I, I love that. You know what? I, I just, I don't know. I don't love it. I hope, I, I guess, I, I guess I, I get why they're doing it because they don't want to make it, you know, less taxing on players. But I still think that, uh, I, I don't I still like it. I also didn't realize they had the, they brought back the uh, extra hitting rule. Yeah. Got to see that in the Yankees' first game and I was you know, like, I thought, I thought initially like Nick Nelson had given up a double because I was like following it on my, on the app. And then I was like, oh wait, there's like no, no one batted yeah. yet. You know what the best thing about the zero of us not playing any games though? 
We what? have less losses than the Yankees. It's not we. Oh, it's it's not we. The Mets, the Mets have the less losses than the Yankees. I mean, My yeah, man. but they have less wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, you could say that anytime, but I don't know. It's uh, There was a lot of games yesterday from yesterday I want to talk about. There, so I, just, many. I just want to do want to say, I think the MLB also has this thing now. I think it's like if 85% of the team is vaccinated... They have it where you the can, like, play. have that done. I think you can, like, play video games together. You can do some more stuff yeah, together. Yeah, protocols. Yeah, so that, like... And so that, that's really good motivation for players to get vaccinated. It's good motivation. Also, I think, like, right, it's going to be less likely that you're going to have can't de- delays because of COVID and you're going to have to miss games because of COVID. So I think it's definitely encouraging. I don't know if enough players are going to want to do it on every team because I know there are some players who are skeptical or some players who just flat out won't do it. But it is an incentive, and I think it's good that MLB is doing the that. Weekly pitch sponsors vaccinations. Like, we don't sponsor. <laughs> no, we, don't. we don't sponsor. We don't because sponsor. We, we, we encourage. We encourage. We, 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 we don't sponsor it because that's. We, we don't sponsor anything. I apologize. You're just trying to get a suit. We don't sponsor anything. We encourage. You're paying the fine. You're paying the fine. Sure. We encourage vaccination. No, but yeah, no, we encourage that. And I guess you said you want to talk about some games. Yes. There's so many great games yesterday, but. You weren't Reds watching co- college basketball yeah, for a reason. I was watching the Angels, Angels White Sox during the finals. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Cardinals Reds. So the Cardinals um, beat the Reds yesterday. And then today, in the, in the game yesterday, Nick Castellanos got drilled by uh, Woodard, Woodward? Woodward? Yeah, Woodward. Uh, yeah, Cor- I, I forgot the name of the pitcher. Chris, Chris Woodward, right? Is that... Chris Woodward's the manager on the Rangers. Oh, wait, is it Brandon, Wood, Brandon Wood, Woodruff? Wood, Woodruff. No, Wood, Wood, Woodruff's the pitcher on the Brewers. Oh, wait, then who are you talking Jake about? Jake Woodford. Jake okay. Woodford on, on the Cardinals. 24-year-old righty. And Castellanos is not happy about it, uh, goes to first base, and throws the, the ball into the dugout instead of giving it back to the pitcher. Ends up scoring... And Woodford's trying to cover home plate when he's trying to come to the when Castiano's trying to come home, and then Castiano stands over him and starts screaming in his face, and then they got to fight. Yeah, I mean it's not this going to be sparked early. I know that MLB is going to probably discourage fighting because of the COVID thing. Um, not as much as last year, but yes. Th- yeah, I mean it's, it's inevitable. We know the teams are going to fight. I think they'll just make Kamala down a little more hard. Uh, I know they did that last year. Um, I also took about the first game, right? Detroit playing in the snow, and Miguel Cabrera couldn't see his home run. Yeah, that was really so cool. So then he slid, cause he, so he slid into second, thinking, "Oh, I had to, you know, to, to hit off the wall." And then he also had the, the Bellinger getting robbed of a home run. Imagine he loses the home by run by like one home run. No, Tapia, yeah, Tapia dropped it and he let it go into the stands, and then Bellinger ended up passing Justin Turner. I know because Turner kept running. Well, he didn't even like pass, like Turner just passed him because he kept running. He ran exactly. back. Like nothing Bellinger could do at that point. Yeah. But, like, if he loses the home run title by one home run, that would be, like, so awful. Because we know, we know that, like, oh, yeah, Justin Turner costed you one home run. We can also talk about how brutal the Rangers pitching staff is. They've played two games and given up a combined 25 runs. They're just not a good team. Yeah, 25 runs surrendered in two games. I was skeptical that they'd be worse than the Mariners, but I think they're going to be. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, that that's... Pretty ridiculous in itself. The Angels White Sox game last night. I want to talk about it because it's really good. Uh, the Angels were down three to two majority of the game. Mike Trout was getting he he has not had enough, gotten up to a good start this season. That's okay. Struck out looking. Uh, Evan Evan Marshall came into the game to be the setup guy for Chicago. Then Anthony Rendon singles the opposite way. Jared Walsh, who who's a really underrated cleanup hitter. This is the guy who's hitting cleanup for the Angels right now. He'll probably hit third tonight with Otani. Uh, <laughs> he hits fifth, but I'll probably clean up tonight with Otani pitching. Laces a, sing, a triple to right, scoring uh, Rendon. And then after that, Justin Upton hits a two-run home run to give the Angels a 5-3 lead. 
Really, really good game. The Angels have to prove early that their offense is going to be capable if they want to fight for a wild card spot. They might even get the get, 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 get win the, the West if the Angels. I'm are encouraged good. by this because they always start off slow. They have it has been constant for them where they start off slow and then they fall behind, they fall out of the playoff race. Then at the end they make a run, so they're like kind of semi in it, and they end up not making it. Yeah. So that fact they're starting good against a team that's considered maybe the best, second best team in the AL. Yeah, they've eaten the White Sox twice, and and honestly. With starting pitching wasn't wasn't great. Andrew Heaney wasn't very good yesterday, but they started uh, what's his name last night. Uh, Alex Cobb he went six innings, eight hits, three runs, seven strikeouts though. But Lance Lynn they they worked him early. They got him out by the by before the end of the fifth inning, and then Garrett Crochet pitched two in the third and pitched really well. But then they got then they then they knocked around Evan Marshall. But you think about they they have David Fletcher, Otani, Trout, Rendon, Walsh, Upton, Jose Iglesias. Is hitting is is okay. This this is a really good offensive team. It's just going to come down to can they can their starters go go distance, and can the relievers hold down the, the leads? Yeah, I mean that's, that's always been pitching the question. I, I do want to kind of quickly turn. Uh, Lindor in the past week, Lindor has an extension. That's kind of a big thing. I know Morales yeah. are happy about that. Yeah, very, very happy, happy about that. Mets had their final offer, and then they just ended up not. It wasn't their final offer, obviously. We knew that. was They were eventually going to sign the extension. Like There was no way they were going to let him walk. Honestly, it's a very good middle ground. It was 10 years, 331. One more than Fernando Tatis. Really? He must have not be petty. He's getting paid a lot more than Tatis. Yeah, because Tatis is doing it over more years. Yeah. And I was a little surprised that Mets didn't take that like 12-year offer, because it was less annual value, but I guess you're like, yeah, Lindor's for, already is... him for 12 years. That's a, he's, that's he's a pretty, lot. He'll he's be pretty, 40 by the end of that contract, so a little two years will give you some space. So yeah. I think that's a very good co- deal to get done, because we made that trade for him. We gave up Rosario and Jimenez, who are very good players in their own right. So if we didn't sign him to an extension, we absolutely oh, messed up that hey, trade. I'm so sorry to go back from the Lindor <laughs> extension, but okay. uh, the White Sox. You're in Mercedes. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about that at one point. He is. He, he came went, out of nowhere. He went 0 for one. One at bat in 2020, but started this year off eight for eight. I know. Part of the reason why I was watching this game, but literally, this guy wasn't just getting weak hits. He was lacing balls into the gap, hitting the ball hard. Exit velocity was there. I mean, if, if you're the White Sox, like, is this a, is this a fluke or is this going to be a consistent bat in your lineup? I mean, I don't think he's going to continue his pace. No, obvious, obviously not. But is this going to be a reliable bat in the lineup? Like, hit two seventy for you. Catcher, though. So, is, yeah. don't you he have Randall catcher? He plays DH. Zach Collins played catcher last night. Really? Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I, I I'm trying to look to see if he was like ever a top prospect at all, but. Uh, it doesn't look like he was. He looked like he played independent baseball. And he got signed, which is nice. We get to get to independent baseball. That's always nice to see a guy get signed from that. But um, yeah, no, literally, when he's been the DH ever every all three games of the series he's played. So there's that. DH. I mean, uh, he he would not be playing if Eloy Jimenez was healthy. So yeah, I mean, you'll still find ways to get him at bats, even if you know if he continues heading this way. But I, obviously, you're not going to say he's going to start over. Sorry, you said um, Yohan Moncada? Moncada's playing third. Okay, who did you say was injured? Yohan right. Jimenez. Yeah, when when uh, Jimenez is back, I'm sure you're not going to say, Jimenez, you're going to be off the bench. But you could give it. You could find ways to get Mercedes involved, get him hits, get him pinch hits, maybe play him a catcher a few games. Uh, I do want to just quickly go back to that. Conforto is still not signed. Um, I, 
Mm. Are you concerned about that at all, Murad? You should be, Murad, because really. he's not going to come back. I mean, what's the reason? If I think he'll come back, realistically. Like, You're going to be stuck with Billy Hamilton. When he, when he, he's, he's playing Billy on the White Sox this year. Billy Hamilton's not even playing on the thing. He's I mean, you could, I, could, the I could see them letting him walk. He's less valuable. He's less no, I think to... he's too valuable to but, be in the okay, But picture. you could see an outfield because, without okay. him. I could, but all right. So we have two big exceptions. Um, the Mets have two big exceptions on the table. Syndergaard and Conforto. And I think, I don't know, I hopefully, with Steve Cohen at the helm, we get to sign both of them. But if I had to choose between them, I think I'd pick Syndergaard, even though Conforto had a great year last year, amazing year. But Syndergaard, I think we need to keep our pitching core really strong. And I think that's a better they're, future. They're already talking about extensions, because his, his, his uh, contract is a bargain mm-hmm. right now. So they may, uh, they may just decide to move. Because, like, you do have, right, you have Nimmo, and you have, uh, who's the guy who, like, can play a lot of positions. McNeil? But oh, um, well, Dom Smith. Dom Smith you have. You have McNeil that can play the outfield when Cano is back, yeah. right? No, Cano's not coming back. <laughs> Cano's, I think Cano's, he's, you're paying him money, and he didn't hit bad last year. I don't think you say, I don't think if you're the mess, you say, oh, he's yeah, we're going to move on from a guy who hit. He's gone for the entire season. So, but I'm saying next season, oh. right? Conforto's still under contract for this season. So I'm mm-hmm. saying, if, let's say, contra- Conforto walks, you can go McNeil in the outfield, Cano in the infield, and put like Don Smith in the outfield as well. So you have options if you're the Mets. I, it's, I could, I think Conforto is a great hitter, and I think you should bring him back. But if they don't bring him back, it's not a travesty. I think Conforto needs to come back, but we will see. I believe in Steve Cohen. Let's, let's get some Yankees in there now. Let's get, yeah, we can talk uh, about some Yankees. So Gary, Gary Sanchez. Oh my! Can we old... talk about the first Marlins game too? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that after. <laughs> but um, Gary Sanchez is the only Yankee to homer throughout the first two games. What a which, guy. Is, which is Gary pretty interesting. And he's, I, I actually like Gary He's Sanchez. looking good. I know he had, a, like, I think one play where he had a bad throw to second, but for the most part, like, he, he, he's hitting really well. And even his misses, like, his misses, he's, like, he's had some good ones where he's, like, even if it hasn't been a home run, he's had ones that he's hit really well. And I, I think he has changed his swing, which he needed to do, yes. because his, his swing had changed for the worse. And I'm encouraged by it. I, the only person I'm really kind of discouraged by so far is Stanton, but he has like yeah, he's only he not some, hit. But I, I'm glad he he does. He is more patient at the plate, and that's something he has improved on as he's yeah. His swing looks a little weird though, but that'll fix itself. That'll fix, and I'm sure he's going to start mashing home runs today. Soon. For today's game against the Blue Jays, it's Domingo Herman against TJ TJ Zuch. I think that's how you pronounce his name. That's the, this picture on the on the Blue Jays. I don't know who that Yankees is. Yankees lineup is Lemayhu, Judge, Hicks, Torres, Jay Bruce, Gary Sanchez, Clint Frazier, Gio Urshela. I don't and get Gardner. why they're putting Bruce so high. I get he had that big hit yesterday. It was I, a bloop single. It was not even. It was. A I know, but I, I was like saying like well, I'd rather have other guys in the spot, and then he hit the blue single. But yeah. <laughs> No, I don't get it. Like, like, Sanchez is objectively a better hitter than Bruce. Same yeah, as throw, I think I get what Boone's saying. He has a lefty, and she's two lefties and a switch hitter in the lineup today. I guess. Uh, I mean, I get why they put Clint ninth, even though he isn't. I don't. I think he's better than. He's obviously Clint's better than Clint's not Bruce. betting ninth today. But no, unusual because of the fact that you want to have like speed followed by the kind of like speed at the end of the lineup. TJ Zuch, whatever. I'm sorry for pronouncing that wrong. Or Zyke. I don't know how you pronounce it. I don't know either. He's 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 a righty, so I get it. Bougies, so the, the, the Yankees ch- changed their lineup today is Judge is DHing, or unless they got that wrong in this lineup. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, you know, I think Judge is DH. Yeah, Judge is DHing today. Brett Gardner's playing left. Clint's playing right. Bougies lineup is Marcus Semien, Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, Vlad Jr., Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Gritchuk, Panic, and Kirk. Alejandro Kirk is playing catcher today, and Panic is playing DH instead of Rowdy Teles. Now, I. 
what was that? So I guess Mass is their fourth starter because I I was like I know Mass is on their team. I he, I know he wasn't that team good next year. Mass. Mass Matt's had a good spring too. Fox. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's. It, I don't know where they're pitching him. Folkies do it well. He went to my high school. Fun fact. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's anything else. Oh yeah, I, I want to talk about. This is this a trend in baseball that I hate? Jose Barrios, he had a no-hitter going yesterday, and he got pulled. <laughs> yeah. After six because of his pitch count. What was his pitch count at? I don't even know, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't you, care. you leave him in. He ruined you, you on Santana. Okay. He ruins him. If he gets to that point, but he, look, I I hate when they take them out with no-hitters, and it, and Ooh. it's like. I mean, to be fair, wasn't Bauer have a no-hitter on the first game that he got hit for three home, three hit, three runs? I mean, yeah, but uh, what I'm <laughs> I get it was okay, so I it's, understand it was a close game at the time. Uh Barrios he had he had eighty four you know only eighty four pitches. Yeah, it, oh, I get it though, because you, especially at the beginning of the season you don't wanna th- make them throw so many more pitches than they did in their last appearance. Yeah, I ended up with a one hitter. Tyler Duffy, you ruined it, because um, you gave up a hit. But Yep. Yeah, but no it, To Omar Narvaez. He also had twelve Ks through six, which is very good. Um I don't know what the team record is, and Burns is having a good game as well. So that was a that was a fun matchup, a fun pitching duel, which kind of didn't expect. That. I'm like, not like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see the pitching duel between Jose Barrios and Corbin Burns. Like, I mean, they're good pitchers, but I, I'm not like, you know, Corbin Burns is solid. They're solid, but I wouldn't be like, yeah, I wait, can't wait to see this. Um, last thing I think I have with MLB is. Uh, oh, I want to talk Marlins. Oh, did you want to talk about? You want no, to talk Marlins? I'm okay. I was just joking. Was okay? They had a good. So they surrendered. They were up in. Friday's match, and Joey Wendell took Brandon Kinsler deep, three-run shot, and then after and then yesterday's game, uh, Jazz Chisholm had an exciting play. He walked, stole second, stole third, and then came home on a sack fly. He tested, he tested uh, Austin, I think it was Austin Meadows' arm. Also, yeah, it, it Altuve was. scored on a pop fly to yeah, second. And then Tatis did that in, in spring training, too. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, the A's are kind of getting embarrassed but, a little but, bit. But. Uh, First of all, Miami, and I talked about this with Mike before the show, most underrated ballpark in I disagree. In I don't think it's a good ballpark it's at all. It's a great ballpark. Garrett Cooper homered from Miami. Uh, this, this this Marlins team is really young and exciting. I just don't think they're going to be able to compete in, in the NL East this year, especially through 162 games. Yeah, I don't think they're going to compete through 162. I disagree with the, the stadium. I don't think the stadium is good at all. The stadium is fin- It's beautiful. No one, it, it the was so- fans... But I don't have fans. If Ugh. they did. It looks bad when you have no fans at a stadium. If okay. So it's obviously not an attractive enough stadium to draw fans there. Because I, people go to Fenway just because it, of the stadium. People go to Wrigley just for the stadium. And I get they have the history. You can't have that with the Marlins. But if they don't have it, you know, people are enticed to go there that are visiting the area. Because people visit Miami. It's not like it's, not like it's a place in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's Miami. If it was an attraction, people would go. So, I just don't think so. Um, I, I, last thing I just want to talk about is the All Star Game got moved out of Atlanta. wasn't I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. NBA had done this before. They did move the game out of Charlotte. I think because uh, I think it was like a transgender uh, law. So I'm not too surprised. I uh, I don't. I we'll see if they work out a resolution eventually, yeah. or if they go to somewhere else. I don't know. Do you guys? What do you guys think? That the MLB All Star Game will be if they don't have it, if they end up. Well, I think they should bring it to Yankee Stadium. That's biased. I, I mean, I don't think so. They City had it Field. recently um, enough. They had it at City Field. They had earlier. it recently enough at both of them. I, I'm not sure where you have it. I think the Dodger Stadium. I think makes Dodger sense because it's supposed to be. Would make sense, they were supposed to have it there last year, and it's also 
I don't know. It's the defending champs anyway. Yeah. So. Right. I kind of like that pick. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about MLB before we go to break? No, just very excited for the Yankee game today. Ready? Monday. Domingo Herman. Opening day is Monday. Opening day is Monday. Okay, Rob. Okay, <laughs> okay that'll do it for MLB Talk right here on the Weekly Pitch. We'll be back after this. Do you like listening to your favorite songs? Well, on We Got It Covered, you'll hear them, just not the originals. From pop to country to classic rock to musical theater and more, there's something for everybody to love. And we guarantee you'll be surprised to hear which of your favorite songs isn't actually an original. Tune in to We Got It Covered on Thursdays, 10 to midnight, right here on BIC. As the midterms roll by and the tests and quizzes pile up by the day, if you feel like you're a little in over your head, consider finding yourself a free tutor at the ithaca.edu slash tutoring page online, getting yourself matched up with someone in whatever classes you need, and working out times that fit around your schedule so that you can focus on your schoolwork. Welcome back to the Weekly Pitch. I'm Michael Memes alongside Jeremy Goldstein and Marab Samad, and uh, got some NBA talk, but first, you know, if you want to call in, we have our Zoom pinned in our Facebook and Twitter. Our Facebook is, at, is The Weekly Pitch, and our Instagram is The Weekly Pitch, and our Twitter is at Weekly Pitch. So follow us, or like our page, I guess, because if it's Facebook. Anyway, NBA, um, I guess a good amount has happened this week. Uh, the the Knicks, Knicks lost the Timberwolves. Yeah, and yeah. Old news. Knicks won their last game. They did win their last game, but it's, okay. they... They took it's care of business, which they, they took care of business, which they should have done against the Timberwolves. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, I've told them too, we can lose every game of the season now that we beat the Knicks once this season. Sounds like a Knicks he- fans last season e- when it was against the Mavericks. Everyone <laughs> hears a tip with Knicks fans, so they all talk. They all talk the everyone talk. Everyone hears a Knicks fan. I, I, everybody's the, a Lakers fan here. That's false. <laughs> People and the tips and the tips and the tips thing is there too. I'm very happy with that. We came back from a th- how many? How much? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, Knicks. Knicks need to. They have struggled. They've had some times where they've kind of blown leads towards the end of the half. Uh, so they've struggled with that. I. I'm still encouraged. I think they're gonna still. They're still in good shape. They do have a tough stretch right now. Uh, they got. They have to face. Who are they facing today? They're facing the Nets on Monday. Right. They get to face the Celtics next. So they have a little bit of a difficult schedule in March. They I do. Th- I have confidence in them. They, they haven't made enough changes to the squad. They I think. need, to, they get, need okay. to make a center. They need a the, center. Not they don't need Pelt. a center. I think no, no, Noel is fourth in the league in blocks. Okay. He's a good inside presence. I but get that you need to stre- you want to stretch big, but I listen. think I think you need someone besides who's who's backing up Noel though. Gibson. I, Gibson's been playing good. Gibson's. I I don't think you're going into the playoffs and have and doing well when you have Todd Gibson as your backup center he's, man. We, okay. He's 37 years old. Like he's, he's a beast. Oh my he's god. Not, he's so he's, good. Good. You need another guy out there, like a shooter. Like obviously the Knicks don't sh- really shoot threes that much anyway, so it really doesn't. Matter. I mean, I'd like to sign uh, Kyle Quinn's a free agent. I'd love for Kyle the Knicks Quinn. to sign him back because he's a nice Taj Gibson. But I like Taj Gibson. I like Taj Gibson. I just don't, I do think you could. I, I when Drummond was a free agent, I would have liked him all, to be back up for the Knicks. Yeah, Taj Gibson last like nailed a three. It was the greatest thing he, I've ever seen. He has the most threes as Knicks centers, but that's like not impressive because of the fact <laughs> that Mitchell Robinson and no, no, Noel never had eleven points. Yeah, you guys should have signed Gorgie Day. He had eleven he points. He was a plus fan. nineteen. He had two blocks, a steal, five rebounds. Five for five from the field. I mean, what else do you want? You, I, uh, you I, I guess. The Knicks should have signed Dogie Dang because he was part of the Timberwolves. The, the Timberwolves. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, as a former former Timberwolf, I was yes. a little surprised. I would say, though, the 
Alfred Payton has to stop starting at point guard. Did, I don't know if any of you guys saw it. He had, okay, he got past the ball with three seconds left on the shot clock. He decides to pump fake while wide open, realizes the shot clock is running down, moves to his side, and shoots it a foot to the left of the rim. <laughs> can't I, I would hate I would hate Alfred Payton as much as a lot of other Knicks fans do. I know you liked him last year. I liked him last year, and I think he's a solid guard. I just think because he's people like quickly and Derrick really. Rose. Here, here's the thing. He can't shoot. Right, he can't. He can't shoot. Oh my god! Yeah, when he shoots, he, when he shoots a three, it's the most ugly shot I've ever seen. He can't seen. shoot a three. He, all right at penetrating, but Rose is a better penetrator, so I don't see an advantage. I think you should start. I think I get quickly off the bench. You want to spark the deep, the bench, get scoring. Put Rose as the starter. So you think you have an eleven man rotation right now? Is that what you got right I, now? I don't want. Tibbs, I don't think. Tibbs is like I know Alfred's gonna be the pit rotation no matter right what. Right now, he, he has right to be now, the rotation. This is, this is what Tibbs but, does. This is what Tibbs does. So he has. Peyton, Barrett, Bullock, Randall, and Noel. Those and are your they five. Play 40 minutes Those are your again. five. Then off the bench, Rose, Quickly, Burks, Toppin, Gibson. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, I, I, I like. I kind of wish Knox got some minutes, but I get I, why he's I not. I think he's a solid player. I, I think, think he's just not. Fight I, for I the think Knicks. If, if I think if Knox and. Obi were both rookies. Obi they knocked play down Knox. a couple threes last night. They played night. Knox over Obi. Obi knocked down a couple threes last night. No, I know. He started to play good, better recently, but Knox, I think, is... I, I like Knox. He, Knox is just great. It's been a great three-point shooter this year when he's had the chance. I was upset that RJ only took seven shots yesterday. I mean, they won. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, but R- Randall, 20 points in the first quarter, only had nine more the rest of the way. But they were winning by a lot. So. Reggie, B- Reggie Bullock, a season-high 22 points, 6 for 10 <laughs> from 3. If this guy, wait, this guy's odd from 3, he's a really he's a really good contributor to the starting No, I mean, it's big because the fact that, like, when teams play zone, it's because the Knicks are not great at 3-point shooting. Yes. So if you can get Bullock shooting 3s, then it's going to be more difficult to play a zone. And with, with, the, with, the, with the way the Knicks like to, um, and the way they thrive inside the paint, and that, that's, a lot of their players are built to get inside the paint, like Barrett and Randall are really good inside. That's why you see a lot of teams play zone against the Knicks. So a lot of these games, especially against these good teams, which the Knicks were not able to win last week, come down to are the Knicks going to make their three-pointers. Yeah. And so it's, it's going to come down to guys like Burks, Randall, Barron, and Bullock to make your threes. That's another reason why I don't want to see Alpha starter because he can't make threes. Very Rose good point, Mike. Very good, good point. Rose has been good at shooting threes for the Knicks so far. I don't think it's going to stay it's that way. No, I he's, he, he's been inconsistent. I love D Rose, but he's not but a three point. Even so, if you're going to talk about like like what does Elf do better than Derrick Rose? He doesn't. Maybe you could say he's a little bit of a better defender, but Elf isn't an outstanding Derek defender. Rose is the he be- did have two steals and nine assists last night. Derrick night. Rose is a floor. General. I know. Yeah. At this point in his career, Derrick Rose is a floor general. And, and, could, exactly and the thing is, because he's still he's still dangerous inside, so he could penetrate and really. That's what he did with the Knicks last time. He would he would go inside, he'd draw defenders, and he'd pass it out to like. To Mello be fair, Alfred Payne doesn't really get minutes aside from starting the first quarter and starting the third quarter. But, he really doesn't. But when you start off, you don't want to. You start off on the wrong foot. And something also that's weird is Taj Gibson finishes games, not Noel. <laughs> I yeah, I, don't I know. think that's fair. Considering. It's crazy because Even though I'm not a big when, fan Mitchell, of Taj. when Mitchell when Mitchell Robinson is is, is healthy, Taj doesn't see the floor. Is, Ta- is Mitchell Robinson coming back? This no, season? he's not. No, he's, he's not. No, almost no way. And that's unfortunate so, for the next. So what do you guys want to see? If you guys had to buy out, if any buyout player on the market right now, who would you bring in? I'd probably bring in Kylo Quinn. Kyle Quinn. Kyle Just Quinn. Because even though he also has a little bit. Of even rain. though he. Uh, this is the, it was it was the greatest thing ever. He when he got released when he was in free agent with the Knicks, he didn't want to be signed with them, and saying and said, "I'm done competing for a draft pick every year." Fair, but then he went to the Pacers or whatever or the Sixers and didn't play. So <laughs> I mean, that's, it just shows the player you are, I'm, Kyle O'Quinn, and you need to keep your mouth shut. But at the same time, he's still a fun player, and maybe he'll find his way back on the team. Either way, the ten guys, I don't see Tibbs 
moving away from that rotation just because I do feel confident she's... if like someone gets injured or has COVID where it's like I could like, Frank I trust enough that Frank? see him get minutes Frank? Frank isn't in the 10 minute rotation he's not same anymore. as with Knox I could, I could trust him if we need to have to play minutes we talked about the three point shooting necessities because of the zone defenses these teams play against the Knicks Knox could benefit them it's just his I, defense has been terrible I, I agree yeah no his defense is not good but if you are if you have him on the floor because the Knicks have a great defense so you have him on the floor with four other great defenders they could they could kind of make up for that. Like you, teams have done that. When I I know this is Knox is not the player Isaiah Thomas was on the Celtics, but Isaiah Thomas could not defend. But that team was still really really good because they had Avery Bradley next to him and they had a lot of great defenders on the court. If, that would make up for Tibbs, it. Tibbs has made this whole team a good defensive team. So that that's that's why you they know, win games. You so know it's, I, you know who I could see being like a really good like like a very Knicks signing at one point like at the end of the before right before playoffs. Jay Crossover come back to the Nets. Uh, <laughs> he played for the Nets last year and got hurt in one game. I, like, I don't. I, what's the? But it's like, what's the I point? Think, I, that it makes sense. Doesn't Who would he play over? Three, he's a three point shooter. But who's he gonna play over? You're gonna play him over quickly. You can play him over Burke. Burke? You can play him over I Rose. Mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you you need depth in the playoffs and Jamal Crawford's not a I bad bet, okay, you can, I get you could ha- you could send him. If you have two open roster spots, okay, fine. Sign Jay Crossover. If you need, if you have a lot of injuries, you can play him. But and Andre Roberts is also it's unsettling for me too. as a big, big Alec Burks fan off the bench. I don't want to see him get minutes taken away from. I him. don't think so. I, I like Burks. He's he. Yeah, Burks is a good player. It's I thought, actually I always, he, had a, he had twenty points in a row, 20, 20 plus points six games he's in a row. He's probably not going to be able to keep him though because he's not going to be five million. He's not going to be five million. No, well, well, think about how much cap the Knicks have. Especially for this season, yeah, he's, and then, they have the most and then there, there's, there's, there's no this. there's no free agents that are really gonna that are really eye popping. So might as well give them a nice they, two they years. Have to, they have to pick up the team option. Right? There's no other option. No, there's no way that they don't pick I up think the team option. Marab, so say at the end of the season, right? Nothing really changes. Maybe Obi Toppin can give you like eight off the bench. I think Obi, I think Obi Toppin's role as the, the Knicks starting power forward is far from is very over right now. Really? Yeah. I th- so I think Toppin. You think this he, team has to give Randall the, the money, right? Yeah, he do, they do. Especially with his impact on the city itself. Do you think they extend? Do you think they extend him right? Next I don't, summer or no? Maybe. I think it's a possibility. Because he's still getting paid a decent amount with that team option. I, yeah. I, yes, but I think if Randall's like, I want to stay long term. As you're, if you're in the Knicks, you have to Depending, do it. Let's see how they do in the playoffs. Let's see how they, how far they get. Do you think Randall can be the first guy on a championship? No, no, no not even. No, 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 you no. think he can be the second guy? I even? think so. Yeah. I think he. I don't know if he's the second on, guy. I think on, he's the third. Depending guy. on your first, you need a really good guard. You need a really good guard. If they had Bradley Beal, if they had Bradley Beal with him. I hope maybe. I, I, I think Bradley Beal. Okay, what's the Bradley Beal trade package look like then? I don't know. You, you have to give up picks. Um, I think you give up RJ. I don't want to give up RJ. That's why. Here, here, here's to. the thing. I think RJ. RJ or quickly pick one. Rob, I think RJ is the all star next year. I think he's a very good chance. I, to I don't know if he'll be at all. I don't know about that. He, 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 he took a huge step this year. As Clyde Frazier says, every broadcast next he is a much better. He's like a much better. He's much stronger. He's this not year. even as good as Anthony Edwards. Okay. Anthony Edwards. <laughs> we're putting that away for now. Stop with the slander. <laughs> we're we're we're. I'm really confident. <laughs> this guy gets his three point shooting up to thirty eight to forty percent. He's been shooting a lot better recently. For he has. I and, 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 and he's confident enough to pull for that mid range. His free throw percentage went up by fifteen percent. If he improves. Again, maybe not as yeah. much, right. but if he improves again, he could. Get I want to see that old RJ swagger. Back when he was a college and a high school player, he doesn't play with a swagger like he used. Like he was a really cocky guy. He was like really loud, T- but Tom he's Thibodeau very quiet. Is, Tom Thibodeau is really no nonsense. That's why I, the thing. 
Tom Thibodeau is not no nonsense. Did you see what happened with Jimmy Butler in Minnesota? We don't. We, <laughs> he's no He's uh, that no nonsense thing doesn't work anymore. But RJ Barrett, I think he's a. I think he's a very good. I. I honestly, I could see him being an All Star next year. But a very long shot, unless he a very long shot. Twenty five points a game or nothing. Yeah, basically. I, I mean, I I like RJ and I, I I'm glad he made the step this year. I, I do love that he's like. Like when he, you know, he's gotten to be more. He'll he's more aggressive, just every in every okay. facet, and I'm glad about that. Although, he's you know, not... when he starts shooting bad, sometimes he doesn't look towards the hoop. I know I saw that in the game against uh, the Mavericks, I think, because he just wasn't shooting. Him and Randall weren't shooting well. And they were just weren't trying to get a shot. Just like Rand- Randall's three point shooting has just been really ridiculously we, good. <laughs> I, I can admit he was like the second worst before this year. Yes. I can admit that R.J. Barrett is better than Tyler Hero. <laughs> Thank you. That. Oh, my God. That's one thing but, that just annoyed uh, yeah. me. It that's is so, so, that's so, it is so ridiculous. It's, like, so, it's ridiculous. so ridiculous he never made it all. He didn't make the all-rookie team. I mean, oh, the guy Terrence he, Davis. He got, Terrence Davis <laughs> who made it over. He, he, he just got round. traded to the Kings. He got traded for the second rounder. Like, that's how va- that's how valuable the second-team all-NBA guy was. Third the second-team all-rookie was. Or third that was team. a third-team all-NBA. R.J. didn't make it? No, second-team all-rookie, I think. I think they only have two teams for rookies. All right. Three teams for all NBA, which three. Randall should make an all NBA team this year. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah, Randall. Uh, sh- like, oh. Can you can you say six? The third Randall? team. The third team. Maybe the third team, but it depends on how far the Knicks. I think the Knicks have to be like a fourth. Well, the, they, 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 have to, they have to hold the fourth the, seed to they, make it all NBA. If they can at least, depending on their seating, right? Because yeah. if they can, if they end up matching somehow with the Hornets in the first round. Ooh, that would be, that'd be such a good series. Yeah, because I think Lamelo comes back for that too. No, he's up in the year. No, he's out. He for may six be back weeks. actually. He may six be back. Weeks. Because he has the same injury that Mitchell Robertson had. No. Yeah, it's a left a left arm fracture and the hand fracture. Mitch, Mitch was out for four weeks. So that means he's he can't come back realistically. I think if he great, but the thing is now that Gordon Hayward is injured, the Hornets may go on a steep slide. Yeah, they've, they, they have, zero though has been playing really well. They have a lot of young talent though. I, I, I'm so annoyed by the Hornets commentators, man. Oh my like, god, Terry! Like it, it is ridiculous. Because it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I get like you know, there's Gus Johnson, which he I enjoy him. He's you know he makes plays very exciting, but he knows which plays are the actual exciting. Like they're calling like. Like on free throws, yeah. on free throws. Oh my God, Terry! <laughs> I don't know. Like I and I get. I'm sure that Hornets fans like it because I don't know for some reason, but I, I don't like it at all. I, I do want to quickly move on. So the Nets signed another guy, Lamarcus Aldridge. Lame, lame. Man. I also like to say Aldridge said he could switch or whatever at defense, and then like someone pointed out, like they just like showed nah, him see, not being able to switch did, at all. Did you see Lamarcus Aldridge against the Nets against the Hornets? Though? I did he not. Was, did he play good? He's ridiculous. He's still really good at. I basketball. mean, he wasn't bad this season for the first when he played. He was averaging like fourteen and eight or something really like that. Good. Like no, he actually like that. Why do you? What was the scoreline? They the Nets only scored thirteen points and the Hornets only scored thirteen points in the first quarter. It's ridiculous. Like Lamarcus Aldridge, I think people I think people underrate him a little bit at this point. I think he'll be a very solid role player. On the nets for what they're doing. He's not going to be that all star yet. Shout, uh, shout out to Matt Price, by the way. He posted a great photo on it is on his Twitter. Yeah. So everyone should go check that out. But no, the, the Hornets scored eleven points in, in one quarter because Lamarcus Aldridge was there. Like, he's going to be a very solid piece, and the Nets just look ridiculous now. And honestly, 
good for the Nets after what happened with the Pierce, the Garnett stuff. Yeah. And they managed. Sean Marks did a great job rebuilding that team from the from get having no picks. They made good trades. D'Angelo Russell came in. Dinwiddie, Levert, that that solid 2019 playoff team. They took that. They got Kyrie and Kevin Durant, and now they're rolling. Like yeah, this is look, and I do hate the Nets, but this is a legitimate thought. They cannot stay healthy at the same time. They're never on the floor together. But that doesn't matter. It only matters when it's playoffs. And when they aren't on the floor together, that doesn't matter because they still win games. I, I tend to agree with both. So, like, think about this with the, Yan- like the Yankees. Me and Jeremy are Yankee fans. And, right, they don't stay healthy during the regular season. Then they're healthy for the playoffs. But are they the same player, right? You have some rust coming back from injury, but- and the Yankees have struggled in the playoffs, sometimes they're living up to the expectations. The thing, the thing is, basketball and baseball are very different because baseball is a that. very... It's a it's a team oriented. Everyone needs to play. Everyone needs to play a part in baseball. While basketball, anyone, any of those three MVPs could MVPs could ca- ca- carry. Even the yeah. Tigers never won MVP. 100%. But what's it called? I think that they'll be fine in the playoffs. I think there's no team. Clo- I mean, the Sixers could be close, but I still, I, I think that Tobias Harris. So I think the Bucks are really going, good. You, okay, I have a controversial take. Tobias Harris makes the third team All NBA this year. No, he's been, he's, he's been, been so good. And after Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid finally came back, but he's been a great part of why the Sixers have not tanked since Joel Embiid. I know this is not really all that related. Whenever the Knicks play the Sixers and Tobias Harris has a mess up, Clyde Frazier would always go on the broadcast. So this man wants to be an all-star. He can't do that if he wants to be an all-star. <laughs> like, it's, it's so funny. He, did he never he didn't ever an all-star team before? No, he never did. I think this was his best chance, but obviously it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. He has a couple of years left. Yeah. I, I don't he know. Has played, when, when Embiid had the stretch where he was out, he has played well. He has played he really did, well. He did play well. I think the real, play, Minnesota real question with the All-NBA team is how they take in count of injuries. So, for example, like Anthony Davis, he's been injured for a lot of the year. LeBron James has been injured. Embiid has been injured. I think Do you I, consider those guys for the All NBA yeah, teams? I, yeah, um, LeBron does. AD probably doesn't. Yeah, I it just that I think it's what's going to affect these All NBA teams. And I, I know I'll probably it's hard to speculate this early. I think I'm going to kind of speculate more kind of towards the end of the when we get kind of closer to the Let's end. Let's talk about how the Bulls have not won. Yeah, the since the Vucevic trade, that's pretty crazy. That's, that's they're bad. Still, they're, still pl- they're still in the 10th seed. The Bulls decided. Yeah, because the Eastern Conference is wacky and they don't, they, it doesn't really matter. The Bulls decided. The, okay, so this, we're going to go for... Oh, the Wizards sorry, have a chance to make the playoffs still. They do. They do. So do the Magic and Cavaliers. They're three games the out. Magic, they're 17 and 32. The you get creamed by Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter sees it. But no, I think the I think the Bulls will figure it out. But I honestly do not believe Billy Donovan as a coach because I think he's not good. But Vucevic and Levine are a very solid core. I think Markkinen, he does not fit that system anymore. I think Williams' is, Williams' is looked really good as a rookie. I know, I think people were surprised Williams when the Bulls great. took him, but he has been a good draft pick for them. Yes, he's been a very yeah, good draft pick for but them. Think about how bad the Bulls would look if they don't make the playoffs after making this trade. Oh, I mean, yes. that, that's awful. That'd be terrible. Because then they then they give up a high pick to the Magic this year. Like, the Magic get two high picks then. Yeah, because if, the, if you don't make the playoffs, uh, yeah. that means you're going to be 11 and, seed. And honestly, looking back, the Magic have a really solid thing going. They have such great young players. Wendell Carter, they got Markel Fultz, they got Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton, all these great young guys. I guess. I, I, and they could get Kate Cunningham this year. <laughs> I guess. I, I'm still not confident in their future, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they've been struggling a lot and it, it's... Uh, but I would say, on the other hand, the Lakers haven't looked as awful as we think. They're beating the teams they have to beat yeah. right now. And they're still surviving. Well, Andre Drummond obviously signed and then got injured. Did, he got, is he st- how long is he injured So for? he got his, his whole toe came off, basically. Oh, his toe came off. Oh, so 
It's it's honestly not that bad of an injury, but like it's gonna be. It's, <laughs> it's, speaking of injuries, it's gonna be just. Speaking of injuries, my man Norvell Pell, signed by oh my God. the Knicks on a ten-day contract. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> people are not watching. <laughs> Michael and Murad both just face palmed, but I must talk about Norvell Pell. I don't want to talk about Norvell Pell. <laughs> this guy signed to a ten-day contract with the Knicks. It's his third team of the year. Goes for an alley oop in garbage time. Dislocates his finger. And it's like zigzagging. It's, it's really weird. His finger looks weird. The trainer comes, pops it back in. He hits a free throw. Comes back on the other way to the, on the other side of the floor. Blocks two shots. Same with Lee. You're you got to be embarrassed about that. So anyway, so anyway, the Lakers. Um, <laughs> so there's they're 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 training water. So how so how long is Drummond supposed to be out for? I think he might be out for another game or two. So it's not, so that it's not bad. I mean, they're so they, they all really have a like right now they're. Team is relying on guys like Schroeder, like how they have to hope that Gasol is Gasol back yet? Because I know back, yes. Gasol's back. That's kind of big might, for them because he can play he, like point center. People might, uh, but Gasol's not very happy with the Drummond signing, obviously, because he was expecting to be at least a backup to this. But he might get bought out, and I I don't think he's gonna. He's too valuable to this team. He could mm, right now. Like, he's a three point shooting center, so I. Get but no, it. he also can pass. Like, he, he was able pass, to be yeah. a pat, like an anchor on the offense. So I think you keep him. I think I I'd rather it's controversial take. I'd rather have Gasol start over Drummond. Really? Yeah, because then what, where does Harold play in then? Harold is a backup power forward. Power forward Harold. Harold plays. He's power- not mobile enough to play power forward, man. Not in the modern game where the they're, where they're expected to switch onto guards and stuff like he that. He can play power forward. He can't play power. If they have Taylor and Tucker playing power play forward, power they could have forward. Harold playing power forward. Oh my God, no. No. So, 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 so a very important tweet oh, God. from Pell about oh, how God. you guys didn't care about him. I don't and, care. Uh, I don't care about Norvell Pell. Anything, anything else we want to talk about in the NBA before we take a quick break? Let's talk about how the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to have two players on the on the all-rookie team, Jaden McDaniels and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, no, Jaden McDaniels is a pretty good player. He's a great player. I, I think they, yeah, they have some young talent. I, I just don't know. No. The West is tough, and that's what the thing is. Not, no, I think that we need to get this draft pick. We need to get this draft pick. You're up. It's, you're Timberwolves need to get the draft pick. Okay, thank you very much, Jeremy. (laughs) But the Timberwolves need to get this draft pick because if we get it, I think we got it. Oh! The so Timberwolves can get the ball rolling, really. Yeah, I mean, they've had so many top draft picks. It's like, how many more? We've got three draft. We got three you first. We again. Oh! We like a jar. Like every time Mirage does, we have to put like a penny. All right, like, all right, everyone. If, everyone, make sure to make. We're gonna have a Mirab jar. How many times I say we on this show? Talk about sports teams that I support. For, and for every time he says we, he has to give one Norvell Pell compliment. No! no, no, that's an awful thing. Why? He's gonna get we. To be off the Knicks. Ten days. Yeah. Why would they not sign to that last roster spot? I don't know. If he they wait for the two open spots, that's, that's he showed toughness, perseverance last night. I, I'm, I'm on the Norvell Pell train. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I be okay. Um, I, let's move on. I just want to quickly talk about some Ithaca sports. Okay. Um, well, let's do it. Got a couple minutes left. Uh, so. I'm glad. First of all, I'm glad that they're back. We're gonna have mm-hmm. spectators. Yeah. For Ithaca college students there next week. On the, I think it's on the ninth, yes, so that's gonna have. be exciting. Um, right now, like most teams are doing good. Women's lacrosse undefeated. Jeremy, you called that game Friday. I call, yeah, I've called a couple of lacrosse games. I called their home game against RIT as well as their game against William Smith. They look really good. And I, if, as somebody who before I've called these games has not followed lacrosse, I've learned a lot about this women's sport in general mm. and gotten gotten the chance to just observe it at a high level. 
they're really good. They're, they, they lead most of the game. They have a really good senior class in Halleck, Markowski, Budarera, Mackenzie Shade's been playing well. Like, they're undefeated goal. right they're now. They're undefeated. They pretty much beat the one of the top Liberty League uh, Liberty League opponents, William Smith. Mm-hmm. They're not going to play St. John Fisher, so they're they have a very easy path to going undefeated this season. And but they do have the tournament, so that they would probably it's possible they would have to face yeah. yes. Fisher. Yes, so that. I'm you, you, you got to be really impressed with where this team is at right now, and they're not missing the beat. I'm yeah, really. and I, uh, yeah, no, they they were very impressive. I got to see that game, and uh, also another team that's impressive is the softball team right now. They're also undefeated, and they they've kind of. They've blown blown away a lot of their opponents. Uh, they've I think Mercy like three of them so far. Like they've had a really good season. Um, track is still really good. Mm. I, track is always good. And I, I just want to shout out Ithaca Sports in general. Like even though we're oh, a yeah, D three no, school, we're really it's good. so nice. Like if we were calling we? a bad team, like if we had bad team. Wait, was if Ithaca College had bad we? team. Was this, a, was this an appropriate we by Verona? Oh, I said yeah. we also. I said we also. Because we're is actually that, that a, Ithaca students. Well, we we're on the team. We're, we'll, we'll figure out the thing for that next week. Like, we're on Jeff for we. Yeah, we'll have that. 100%. But in terms of, yeah, no, I, I the track is also probably hadn't set another record. And also women's basketball, they got to play their final game. That was kind of nice. That was, it was like last minute we like learned about it. It was like the day of that it was tweeted. Oh, women's basketball played? They played. They played like a senior game against like St. John Fisher. Yeah, like, no, they, they played Poughkeepsie, I think. Poughkeepsie. No, they played St. John Fisher. They, oh, no, did. they played Vassar? No, I don't think they oh, played I don't, I don't remember who they played. Vassar is in Poughkeepsie, though. They so. did have a senior day. Um, and then the men's lacrosse team, I think like a bus driver had COVID, so they're yeah, pacing. They that's had to crazy. Because oh, like, half the team them. is right now in protocol. Um, even though I don't think any of them have it, but because of the fact that it's you know, contact tracing. So hopefully they're back soon. It's really like it's nothing that they did, which, mm-hmm. you know, which I'm glad about. Like, it's not, like, they didn't cause it. Um, you know, it's just an unfortunate thing that happened. And I, you know, hope they're a bit back. Because it's already a short season for, like, every team. Um, and, yeah, we want to see Ithaca Sports succeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's... Let's go bombs. Let's go bombs. Um, yeah, no, I it kind of, that's kind of it for me. I don't know. You guys have anything yeah, else you no, want to talk about? Norvell Pell, I'm hoping he oh, likes my no. tweet that I sent to him. <laughs> oh, you said, you do add him on the tweet? I added him and I added both of you. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not liking fi- that treat. <laughs> I'll happily fight Norvell Pell because he's... He, I, I, okay, no, I, I feel bad disrespecting him so much. But Norvell <laughs> Pell, you might be... A, you seem like a good guy. But at the end of the day, you're not very good. You're, I, you're, you should not be on a playoff. Oh, wait, did you guys oh. see the uh, Space Jam 2 trailer yet? Yes! I'm I excited. Did. I know people are, like, criticizing it, but it's like... It's a fun it's movie. Space Jam, man. It's a fun you movie. Really it's not meant to be, it. like, yeah. you know, the best cinematic movie ever. Like, it's yeah. supposed to be just a fun exactly. basketball thing with Looney Tunes. Like, it's not... It's not It's not, it's not supposed to be serious at all. And I'm... I, did you guys see the Lola Bunny um, and LeBron? Yeah, the like, Wade, the D-Wade. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. I was really happy That was for really that. cool. And I'm sure they're gonna have some other references in that. But that will do us... Do it for the weekly pitch. Michael from Michael Memis, Rob Samad, Jeremy Goldstein. Follow us on our socials at Weekly Pitch on Twitter and at and the Weekly Pitch on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you in the same same pitch time, same place next week. I'm Michael Memis signing out.